0: So starting Brandon Love and Jeff Love. Welcome back to Let's Go the Running show, a place where your suburban lawn and garden dreams come alive. Jeff. Uh, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good. It's a uh, super hot afternoon Super hot. has been the case, super hot.
0: Yeah, so um, hot. I uh, did not run today and I do not plan on running, which is kind of a shame because it, despite it being very, very hot, it is actually one of the cooler days that we've had in the past few weeks. I yeah. don't know that it's gonna crack 90, but here's the deal, I mowed this morning and uh, mowing is, I don't know what, like how you would, Make an equivalency in terms of running, but my lawn mowing takes me like an hour and fifteen minutes, and uh, it pro- it takes about nine thousand steps. So I don't know what that equivalent is okay. to like you know running or whatever. I mean it's a couple miles, right? But yeah. not not only that, but it's not an easy lawn. It's like a giant hill in the backyard and then it plateaus. And then my house and then the front yard is a giant hill. It, I mean, it's a thing where I'm not going to be able to mow this myself in, I don't know, five years. Like it, it will be a hazard. I'm sure. Uh, I'll be rolling. Ankles. Yeah. It, it's bad. It's <laughs> almost, I mean, it's almost bad for me now. And, uh, <laughs> I spend at least uh, five minutes of every Mo, like collectively five minutes just envisioning me trying to push the the mower up the hill and having it just roll back and roll over me. Now it's got like a safety. Are you pushing up the hill and down the hill? Have you tried going side to side? I do that too. I do side to side. And then that's just waiting to turn an ankle. So okay. uh, pick your poison. You, you're either getting your ass mowed over or you're rolling an ankle and then rolling down the hill and into the street. Beautiful. Why don't you pony up for one of those fancy riding lawnmowers? I don't even know how that would work on with something like the hills like oh, this. I mean, you would need, need a really fancy one. Also, I don't really have a great place to keep a riding lawnmower. I feel like you need a shed or uh, someplace in your garage. And I use my garage. Uh, call me crazy to park my car. I know some people right. don't. I've had the kind of garage that didn't facilitate good car parking. Uh, Mm -hmm. This one does, and so I use it to park, and I don't have room for a riding lawnmower. Okay.
1: Um, Yeah, I I prefer to push. Like, I've never used a riding lawnmower, so. And it's, it's uh It's funny that you think that you got about a five-year window before you're just gonna be too old. You're gonna have to hang it up.
0: Yeah, start paying someone. Um, Everyone around me pays someone to do it, lawn care companies. And uh I've noticed that uh like one in particular services a lot of the lawns. So I feel like I just need to kinda you know go up to that guy and and figure out what his deal is. Figure out out a group, right? Yeah, there's gotta be, right? Like I feel like that's how that works. You're Um, already over here. What's that? Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: he's already over here. Yeah,
0: he doesn't have to spend
1: any additional expense on getting there and back.
0: Right. Yeah. So while you're at it why not just uh so i mowed and so i'm not gonna run um what i wanted to uh the topic of today's show though uh is about running and (laughs) it's about mowing (laughs) uh welcome to the running show i i wore a t-shirt and shorts to mow in, which I think is pretty Mm -hmm. normal. You do see some people with like long sleeves. I used to, uh, live across from, uh, an older Asian gentleman. And, uh, he had one of the hats that kind of comes comes up to a point, like a cone. I don't know what those are called is, do you know the name of those?
1: I, I do not, it's just like a, it's it's like a a Japanese
0: sombrero. What? Right. (laughs) Okay. That's the best way I can describe it. Uh, And he would wear that, and he would wear long sleeves and uh, long pants, very billowy Mm -hmm. looking. But um, and and it looked like uh, he was, you know, in a costume for a movie almost. But I I mean, there's a reason, I guess, that people wear things like that, right? You keep the sun off of you. I think that's what the people Mm -hmm. who know what they're doing outside do. Uh, and and so really that was kind of the topic of today's show was what do you, uh, what do you run in? What do you wear when you run? I, uh, Mm -hmm. was in my short sleeves and my shorts. One thing that I've started being extra cognizant of, uh, when I'm in the sun running Jeff are my, uh, tattoos and I have a a significant number of tattoos on both arms and, um, you know, we're talking thousands of dollars, um, hundreds of, no, thousands of dollars. And so, you know, ideally you would keep them completely covered. I can't do that when I run. It's just too much. At all times? Yeah. And, and, you know, to keep okay. them from really washing out. Rating. Yeah. And, and losing a lot of their pop uh, in a short period of time. So um, I'm very good at sunscreening, um, or I try to be although I keep my sunscreen in my car. And then, you know, when I drive to other people's neighborhoods to run as I am want to do, <laughs> yeah. uh, as previously established, I, uh, then, you know, sit outside a stranger's house and I, uh, slather up my arms with, with sunscreen that I've Are kept you using in my it car. Out of a tube? Uh, I have both. Yeah. I have spray and I have the tube, the tube. I enjoy the, the, you know, frosting kind it feels more uh, intimate or I, I don't know it just it feels like it's accomplishing more than some spray that's yeah. just going up into the ether uh so I, I slather it on um but what i've read recently is that that's it's not nearly as effective if it's kept in a car like something about the chemical you know makeup okay. of sunscreen breaks down if it's kept mm-hmm. o- above a certain temperature so i'm probably not doing much uh Even though I I feel like I'm trying.
1: So it's good to try that. That's probably a healthy way to go. (laughs) I have never once in my life applied sunscreen for a run.
0: Oh oh my God. (laughs) How many types of skin cancer do you have, Jeff?
1: I mean, I'm sure it's all just kind of bubbling under the surface at this
0: point, right? It's just a matter of time. One super cancer. You wear it. What? Oh, at the swimming pool. Okay. I thought you said at the super early in the morning. So, (laughs) oh well, the sun's not out then. Yeah.
1: The sun, the sun rays don't count (laughs) until a certain time.
0: Right. That's not how that works. So, uh, what, what do you run? And I know obviously, uh, it's contingent on the time of year, but, uh, right. What are you running in this time of year? Like what I always wear a hat. Okay. So that's at least covered like a baseball hat or a yeah, Japanese like,
1: sombrero or just running hat. Like they have a variety of running hats. And I like the ones that kind of have like a lining that'll catch the sweat because I'm a mm-hmm. sweaty guy. Sure. Um, so either, you know, they'll, they'll do like a tracker hat or just like a regular running cap that'll have like a lined um, liner that'll, that's there to kind of, to help keep the sweat out of your eyes. So oh, I'll wear yeah. something like that. Okay. Um, what my about head. one
0: of the ones with the big flap that comes down in the back? Like, uh, have you ever, you ever used one of those?
1: Like Lawrence of Arabia? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Is
1: that a thing? Have you ever seen anybody run one of those?
0: Maybe. I don't know. I feel like uh, I can picture it. I don't know if it's I mean, for if truthful. It, you get
1: good coverage out of it that's in the so that's in this time of year is that's what i'll wear on my head um and then obviously you want to i'm just trying to keep it light so mm-hmm. um i've got like a tank toppy, singlet kind of thing that i'll wear most <laughs> days when it's really hot a singlet that's, um, i think that that's what you would call it like ac slater's like a wrestling uniform well <laughs> But it's just the it's just the tank
0: top part. It's just a tank top. So it's just a tank top. That's yeah. not a singlet. I mean, <laughs> the singlet is the whole kit and caboodle. It's like what Borat wears. but <laughs> <laughs> Which if that's well, what you want to run I in. Mispoken.
1: Perhaps I've misspoken. Yeah, I think um, you just wear a tank top. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Although yeah, you. Yeah, so I wear a tank top. It's like a wicking tank top. Okay, and then um, you know regular old shorts, but we should probably talk about running shorts, right? As far as what
0: I get confused with before we move down the torso further (laughs) uh, is what your the ideal material is, Um, because you know I feel like you always hear like something light and thin, like a uh, you know a nice cotton (laughs) but i feel like most of the moisture wicking stuff isn't just cotton right i mean because cotton absorbs so you hear like wear cotton that uh i don't think you want cotton okay
1: you (laughs) you want light loose fitting whatever that wicking material
0: is (laughs) it's it's mostly polyester right isn't that what i don't know like at least it's a high percentage i don't know maybe maybe, i don't know i have
1: no idea what the blend is i just know it says yeah, dry fit on it or whatever whatever mm-hmm. says that it's moisture wicking i'm like
0: yeah i'll take one of those points. wick my moisture please yeah um okay no that that's fine i i get it uh it doesn't feel and i guess you're going all sun's out guns out so it doesn't matter um you know obviously i feel like there's a, a comfort difference between a dry fit which i feel like makes me a little bit hotter uh i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm crazy but um yeah and and like a cotton
1: okay and I i wear i always wear compression shorts too so i've always got something on underneath it
0: underneath your singlet underneath no but underneath my running shorts okay so what kind of uh running shorts do you have a particular brand or are you sponsored by anybody? Not yet. I mean, that's what
1: we're doing here, right? All of a sudden we're just going to have nothing mm-hmm. but sponsors.
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we're trying. Um,
1: no, I just, whatever is the price is right. And uh, seems to do the trick. Okay. I want it to be kind of long enough cause I'm taller. So, you know, I know it when I see it. <laughs>
0: uh, I have uh, I have a variety of, of running and just athletic shorts of varying sizes. Um, mm. I've got some that are the more uh, like Adidas tricot shorts that um, tend to be, they're just your real stereotypical douchebag shorts. I don't know how to describe it. They're basketball shorts um, and what? they're too long. I think they're too Mm. long to run in, but that doesn't stop me from doing it, but I feel like I look funny when I do it, and as someone who cares a great deal about (laughs) how they are perceived by others, uh, I I tend to – a couple of years ago, I bought – I found some shorts I think online, and the inseam is much shorter, and they're much more of a traditional old school kind of running short. And I like those because they really show off my legs, which I think uh, that's good. I feel like I have good thighs for people to see. Okay. And um, but the problem is, I can't uh, I can't wear them doing a lot of other things because they're really reveal- revealing. Right. And I tend to not wear anything underneath them, and so that's bad news bears. If I'm wearing them to the gym and I'm doing some <laughs> like stretches. And then my Tom and Jerry's just flip flopping, you know, so. (laughs) I now have a lot of follow-up questions
1: and I feel like this is going to be a whole episode of what you wear under your shorts now.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: Um, apparently nothing. Yeah. How's that working out? Okay. (laughs) It's great.
0: (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Comfy, I guess. Yeah. Easy maneuverability. You. you're you breathe well um you know you're unencumbered and you're it makes you faster i think you know the less that's weighing you down speaking of i actually uh i just started shaving my arms like a week or so ago yeah do you uh do you shave your arms or i do it's necessary and i don't (laughs) do it often enough i'm did glad you i'm ever, not you ever alone that
1: Simpsons where homer's singing the shaving my shoulders song? yeah i'm getting it all shaved off yeah yeah <laughs> shaving my shoulders uh-huh. yeah
0: yeah i uh okay yeah, awesome that's awesome i'm glad i'm not uh, uh alone i started doing it recently i feel like my arms were getting hairier than they used to be Mm-hmm. which is probably just a sign of aging, right? You start getting hair in weird places and uh, right. it, it was bothering me. It looked, it looked like dad arm hair. I was just thinking like yeah. I'm getting dad arm hair and I don't want that. And so I shaved it all off and uh, it also, it really, I mean, Hey, I have a lot of tattoos, right? And yeah. um, I, why cover those up with a, a bush of, you know ill repute so your shoulder bush <laughs> uh, not my shoulders i don't get hair on my shoulders i'm just talking you know just the forearms and the yeah so yeah you know nothing uh, up north nothing that far north um so okay. but yeah um so i feel like that has also made me a little bit faster i haven't fact checked that against my mileage my mile time or whatever but um so you know are you gonna? start being
1: completely hairless for your running
0: it feels like it's headed that way because i have been looking (laughs) at my legs too and i'm also (laughs) i feel like part of my leg hair is already disappearing so that's a thing too right yeah Yeah. so (laughs) (laughs) so why not just finish what god started and just Take it all off but man that's a lot that's a lot of time it feels like
1: a lot of work like it you're going to really be just doing is. nothing but that
0: yeah it's like hey what time what percentage of your day do you spend shaving your body hair and it's like <laughs> well it used to be five percent it's closer to right. 15 to 20 now depending on the yeah. day
1: okay um,
0: so i don't know maybe it's a logistical nightmare too i don't know how people do that i know but i feel like you know once you do it once i mean really it's just getting over the hump and then uh so yeah so i started shaving my arms but uh that's not what we were uh we were also talking about running attire. so uh yeah i i've got the short shorts the shaved arms and then uh yeah i just have a you know a whole bunch of different running shirts but none of them i have like uh two tank tops and i think this goes back to uh, my tattoos and trying to keep more of them covered. I don't really run yeah. in, in tank tops very often. I just, it's short, yeah. short sleeve shirts. And, uh, and then That's winter. usually what I do too, but it's just when
1: it's super hot, like it's been the yeah. tank top is necessary.
0: What's the nudest you've ever run? Well, the
1: nudest not yeah. very nude, but, um, um, so there have been some longer runs i've been doing lately because i'm training for something longer in the fall and it's been super hot and um toward the end of it like the, there have been a couple of times where i've just called trissa and i've been like you're gonna have to come and bring me some stuff you know because i've run out of hydration and maybe needed a new hat or whatever and um i've on those occasions i've just finished shirtless oh my God. <laughs> um which Um, I don't tend to be a shirtless runner or shirtless guy in in any stretch, but at that point you're so hot and you've gotten to the point to where you don't give a shit about what anybody Mm -hmm. thinks. Um, and it's a pretty freeing feeling. Um, but I don't, I don't ever start that way, but I've, there's been more than one occasion where I've finished a run shirtless. So that's the answer Mm -hmm. to your question. Um,
0: yeah, I feel yeah. like, uh, running, you know, in just shorts, that's a, that's a young man's game. I, uh, it should yeah. be, it should be,
1: I think people are terrified when they
0: see me. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. No. And they should be, and you should be, um, <laughs> yeah. So then in the winter, obviously different ball game, um, yeah. you know, layers are important um Mm
1: -hmm.
0: do you do you ever run so what do you do south of the border during the winter do you ever run in like completely long like uh, i don't want to say sweatpants but like long pants or do you just uh shorts over like uh you know leggings
1: that's that's what i'll do if it's really cold like i try to stay in shorts as long as possible Um, it's gotta be pretty cold for me to just get out of shorts completely. Um, Mm -hmm. but then it'll be shorts over basically tights. I've got a pair of like Nike running Mm -hmm. leggings or tights or whatever you would call them that, uh, I I ended up the, the the wind off your legs.
0: Right. Which will become crucial once you start shaving your body. (laughs) Um, right. It'll go on a lot
1: easier that way too.
0: Well, that's that's a good point. I have uh I think three or four pairs of tights and uh they're all they're Tesla brand, which is interesting, right? What? But no connection to the company, but I'm surprised they can mm-hmm. be called that. Um I, I found one pair on Amazon from the I don't know, several <laughs> several years ago. Yeah, you didn't know they got into the running game. Yeah. Uh I like it. and uh And so I bought one, and and I liked them, and uh, yeah, I've started. I bought several other pairs, just in different Mm. colors, you know, because you gotta Mm. look good. Um, It it is uh, they they heat up fast, so I'm you know it does have to be pretty cold for me to put those on. Yeah. Um, Same same with the upper half, I guess. But I uh, I tend to when it's really cold, I will do. You know, I try not to do a long sleeve under a short sleeve. Uh, what I'll usually just do is more huge factor. Well, I think like subconsciously that's part of it, but yeah. I, I think it's uh, I don't know. I think it's just more of um, it feels excessive, and it it's yeah. like uh, my shoulders don't. I, I don't know how to describe this, how to describe this, so I'm going to stop. But uh, I'll usually do a long sleeve under a uh like a zip up of some sort like a a hoodie yeah and uh i do have you know a few different hoodies that i rotate through and some of Mm -hmm. them it kind of depends on the the temperature right like i've got a nike one that's good for like and this is all just fucking batshit crazy stuff at this point but a nike one that i i would wear between you know uh, 35 and 45 and then right. like this North face one is probably better for like 20 to 35. And, then, yeah, <laughs> but it, they're not that different mm-hmm. uh, as far as construction goes. It's just more of a mental thing. I think a mental illness thing, if you will. Well, it's good to be warm. Yeah. You got to do that. And I, uh, what about a hat in the winter? Jeff, what are you doing as far as hats go? Well, first of all on
1: shirts i'll wear a long sleeve shirt and then i've got a long sleeve compression that'll go underneath it i don't ever run in a hoodie or anything like that i find it too restrictive but i'll wear layers of long sleeve shirts basically as far as hats i've got two things that i'll wear i'll wear either like a beanie um or i've got another thing that is like that but it covers your face too and i now that i've used the word singlet incorrectly i don't want to to. try say what the name of this thing is but it basically covers want face
0: you want to call it a balaclava that's it yeah uh, but i was gonna uh, say
1: baklava but that's a delicious greek dessert i believe
0: correct um okay so you're running in a baklava and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when it's really cold yeah that's uh i've done that and i have one um mm-hmm. But we know how I roll, and if it's cold enough to need a baklava, dude, I'm just going to the treadmill. So <laughs> yeah. it, it is what it is. I'm not going to mess with That's probably smart. That's probably the smart way to go. Again, and I hate to sound like I'm just a big shill for uh, Amazon.com, but you know, uh, I bought. I think I googled. Like I googled. I Amazon searched. Like. Um, <laughs> you know, running hats or whatever. I don't know what winter running hat. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that it recommended or it came up with was like this kind of fleecy type. And I think it's uh, also marketed to cyclists. I don't know, but um, you know, it's a, I guess a beanie if you will, but yeah. um, a little bit thinner maybe. And uh, yeah. but it, I mean, it traps heat, you wear it and your head is, it's a, uh, mm-hmm. Fucking roasted potato by the end of your run. So, the one I have is
1: like that too. It's pretty thin because I don't want to. I don't want to wear a big, heavy stocking cap. I will do that every once in a while, but it has to be
0: frigid. Google it up. <laughs> uh, I I wanted to uh, segue into our. Um, Google it up segment to address a couple of outstanding things we had from uh, okay. last episode. Give it a go. Uh, give, <laughs> give it a goog, Google it up. Yeah. One of yeah. the uh, uh, things that we talked about that ties in directly and I almost segued into earlier when we were talking about uh, sweating and running half naked uh, due to the heat was the wet bulb temperature. Jeff, I mentioned wet bulb heat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh and what that was and I, I wasn't able to adequately explain it i don't feel so no, um you did not uh, what what that is uh it's a specific measurement of how quickly water evaporates so it means like that's the lowest temperature that can be reached just through sweating if that makes sense so a wet bulb temperature of 90, if you if they say that, that's kind of the equivalent of a heat index of 131. Okay. So 95 wet bulb heat is the human survivability limit, sur- survivability. So that's the um,
1: temperature that your body will get to by just its natural cooling system.
0: Right. And so if it's exceeding that temperature it's your body's no longer to regulate itself
1: oh to tie it back to clothing a little bit the rule of thumb that i've always heard it from a dressing perspective is that you should dress for it to be as if it's 20 degrees warmer than it actually is outside Yeah, because of the way that your body heats up so that's kind of the rule of thumb that i try to use to think about what i'm going to wear on any given day depending on how hot it is or how cold it is so yeah it's just a little clip
0: no that that's good uh it makes it sound like we're a legitimate running podcast who knows what every once in a
1: while about. we like to pretend
0: yeah so uh check the wet bulb heat add 20 okay. degrees and then figure out what kind of <laughs> jack where to get a japanese sombrero um, now is there a dry bulb too did you say dry bulb no i don't know anything about a dry bulb so it's I just, just wet bulb yeah. Okay. I don't know. Um, I also made a note of cup noodles because you thought that that was crazy, but I, there's nothing really to, I, oh, I do think I Googled it and then I, uh, I Googled it up, but I've lost my notes on that. So forget that I brought it up. I think I was just going to say that, yeah, it is indeed cup noodles. And they've been called cup noodles from their inception. so Forever. Or at least uh, since
1: the uh, fracturing of time uh The timeline that we're in.
0: Correct. Yep. Okay. Uh, possums. I'd mentioned how possums are great and misunderstood, and you thought that that seemed ludicrous. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any uh, things to back that up off the top of my head, but uh, Googling tells me that many of the beneficial qualities of possums include. Uh, reducing Lyme disease because they eat Jeff 95% of the ticks that they come across. What? Uh, they are nature's tick vacuums. Uh, they're resistant to snake venom and they eat poisonous snakes often. Um, they don't carry rabies or they have a very, very low risk of uh, contracting rabies. And they also uh, help gardens by eating snails, slugs and fallen overripe fruit. So How likely possums, are you to be
1: attacked by a possum, though, if you run into one?
0: Well, I think it depends on what part of town you're in and okay. uh, what colors you're wearing. But no, I think it's, uh, I think <laughs> it's pretty slim. I don't feel like okay. possums want to mess with you. I think the whole hissing and the crazy eyes, that's an act. They're just... Just to keep you away. Yeah. And I can appreciate that, you know? Sure. Um... <laughs> And then finally, uh, we've talked about getting stitches when you run. And, right. um, so when you are getting a stitch, it's your diaphragm, actually, uh, a decrease in blood flow to your diaphragm, which I was called a diaphragm. Your diaphragm. Just, yeah. You yeah. got a decrease of blood flow to your diaphragm, <laughs> um, your diaphragm obviously is a muscle that expands your lungs and it allows you to breathe. And so you, you know, exercising is increasing the demand on that. Uh, okay. What is a diaphragm? An, or, it's not an organ, a unit. It's what do you call it? A diaphragm?
1: Muscle? Is it a muscle? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. diaphragm's a muscle. Um, so it causes it. You know, the... <laughs> Go
1: on. I, uh, having listened to that episode back, my entire focus was on the fact that we missed an opportunity for a Snitches Get Stitches uh, Mm -hmm. reference.
0: Okay. Well, uh, you just made it and it was awful. (laughs) Uh, All right. So uh, that's all I had for Google it up. Um, I feel like the beauty of this is that it just keeps not resolving itself. Do we need Do we need an intern
1: or a research staff of some sort?
0: Um, do you know of any interns?
1: I mean, we can put some feelers out, see what we can come
0: up with. Okay. <laughs> I might start with my mailman, Jeff. My mailman retired after thirty years of service to this neighborhood. Okay. Um, it was a big deal. I've never seen anything like this. The people put signs in their yard, decorations in their window, balloons on their mailboxes. We got a flyer <laughs> from a neighbor. They're throwing him a party at the Elks Lodge on Monday. Uh, they're like, it, it had a list of the, his uh, hobbies. <laughs> like anything related to golf, Paul loves. Um Anything patriotic, Paul's into America. Uh, <laughs> gift cards. Here are the places Paul likes to go. And uh, you know, I've only lived in this house for a year and a half, so he is very nice, and I, you know, he's very chatty. And I've met him multiple times and chatted a little bit, but it's never, it's never really been my thing. Like mm-hmm. be, become best friends with the male guy, um, but other people in this neighborhood clearly have. I just, I'd never seen anything like it. And it was bittersweet because I just thought about him come Monday. And he clearly doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's going to know what to do with his time. I mean, I feel like drape
1: himself in an American flag and go play golf is what he's going to (laughs) do.
0: Well,. That's a lot more hopeful and fun than what I envisioned happening, which I won't go into just because it's too depressing. But uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make the party. But uh, I guess my point was maybe we can get Paul the mailman to be our fact checker. I okay. don't know.
1: Are you going to send a gift if you're not going to go? Are you are you giving a retirement gift of
0: some sort? Unsure. Uh, okay. I did think about that. He's going to get a lot, Jeff. And what <laughs> what's the difference? If I'm not there, it, it's not a wedding. He's not going to go like, oh, God, Brandon Leftridge didn't show up, didn't give me a gift. Like I still remember uh, certain people at my wedding uh, who didn't give me gifts. And uh, I don't think that Paul will notice. I don't think I had that big of an impact on his life. And there will be enough other people and he will be given enough that I don't know that I need to, like I'm not gonna lose sleep.
1: I mean, unless he's leaving notes for the next mail carrier and uh, you Mm. wanna make a good impression to make sure that you get your mail.
0: That's the thing. I feel like he's the last of a dying breed. I don't know that uh, whoever takes over this route, if a specific person even takes it over, will have nearly as much of it. And that's gotta drive him nuts too, right? Because yeah. the way I understand it, most of the other neighborhoods, and I see this on uh, next door. Which God, this would be a great opportunity to bring up next door and just go through the. <laughs> but um, uh, you see a lot of uh, well, fourth day in a row, no GD mail. Like <laughs> what's going on? What's going on with the post office? And then like, oh right, tell me about it. And like, just like people bitching nonstop about the post office, and then. Um, Is it possible that they just didn't get mail that day? Like, oh, but do it, you it, get they, mail every single day? Oh, I do. I get garbage every day for sure. Huh. Um, not legit mail, but but I think that a lot of the surrounding areas they don't have designated people necessarily mm. or someone who's a regular mail carrier. So, yeah, I, it feels like we might be, I don't know, you know, one of the last few around this area that has someone. So. I don't know what fresh hell awaits us uh come Monday and my mail service, but uh You think it'll be uh, AI?
1: I think that's a thing now, right? Just AI.
0: Yeah. Chad GPT is definitely yeah. gonna be uh delivering my we'll mail. Delivering your mail. Yeah. Yeah. God. Fucking robots, man. <laughs> All right, uh, so for this week's uh, What Are You Listening To? Jeff, I wanted to talk about the artist who is featured most heavily on your running playlist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I first struggled with figuring out how to uh, assort my uh, playlist to where I could look at the (laughs) artist's alphabetically. (laughs) Um so right. that was fun. I did figure out how to do that though. And mm-hmm. uh I had a lot of artists who had double digit songs. Mm-hmm. Um Wu-Tang Clan, Radiohead, The Pixies, yeah. Outcast. And I feel like if you took the uh in uh, you know related contributions from like individual band members and tied those to the I think some of these, I, I don't know, I like Wu-Tang might end up even higher because it, like that Wu-Tang, that's just straight Wu-Tang and it's like 11 songs or something. Right. But then like Method Man solo stuff, Old Dirty Bastard mm-hmm. solo stuff, like mm-hmm. if I included that, it, it would probably eclipse and be my number one. Maybe Outkast as well, though I don't know. Um, but so I thought that I had it. Uh with the Beastie Boys. I have 19 yep. songs on my playlist by the Beastie Boys. 19 songs. I had one person beat them, though. Do you want to take a guess? One person beat the Beastie Boys. Yeah, well, um, a band, I should say, yeah. It's not it's not Phil Collins. Shockingly. It, but
1: it's it's Genesis. It's not phil collins (laughs) but it is genesis and all their iterations
0: (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) with 20 songs jeff Mm -hmm. pearl jam okay the number one artist on my playlist my running playlist that's not surprising no no and i don't think any of it was as i ran through it it's not surprising that the beast of ways are number two Or that the, uh, you know, the others I listed that I have double digit songs from are on there to that degree as well. Um, I was a little surprised. I don't know. It's just, it is a little surprising that they had 20 songs that I felt belonged on a running playlist. I don't know. That's hard to describe. It is a lot. Um, you know, and and I love Pearl Jam, but I love their non-running song, their non-running songs, uh, the stuff that you would never in a million years run to. Uh, you know, daughter's not on there. Don't call yeah. me daughter. Elderly woman behind the counter in a small town isn't on there. Yeah, um, those aren't running songs. But uh, right, but yeah, that there are uh, twenty songs that I've felt I could run to, That's and do. Cool.
1: That's quite a bit. I'm not sure, honestly, that I could name 20 Pearl Jam songs.
0: Wow. That's a this is a dark day, Jeff. <laughs> a dark day right. indeed. What uh, who who is your number one artist?
1: Well, this whole playlist thing is an interesting conversation because number one, I don't, I can't possibly have the pure volume of songs on my running playlist that you must have. I mean. I think you just alluded to the total of more songs than I probably have on my running playlist. That's a lot. (laughs) Um, And I think that also I'm looking for something very specific out of my running songs. I'll give you an example. So last week um, we talked about uh, oldest songs, right? And I said I was gonna add a couple of Rolling Stones songs that you suggested to my playlist, one of them being sympathy for the devil yep so I went looking for that and several versions came up and i was like oh i forgot guns and roses did a version of that song and that's the one i added to my running playlist so (laughs) (laughs) i'm ashamed to say um that's the kind of thing that that's more in my wheelhouse for things that i'm trying to add to my running playlist and as diverse as i want to think that my musical taste is
0: it is not, um, it is 90% late eighties to early nineties hair bands.
1: (laughs) It is, there is some of that for sure. And then whatever equivalents have followed because there's still a whole thing. Um, anyway, that I just thought that that was an interesting anecdote. So when you asked this question, I immediately knew who it would be because it's okay. pretty straightforward for me i'm a simple guy so but it's jars only of 12 clay. what jars of clay <laughs> it is jars of clay <laughs> interesting fact we saw jars of clay um perform like before they'd made it big they just came to a a church thing that mm. uh we were at back in the 90s like mm-hmm. before they were jars of clay yeah, um, that sounds sounded a lot more interesting before I said it because that's not not interesting.
0: Well, um, what would be interesting is if their name was like Jugs of Mud or something, yeah. and then Puddles of Clay. Yeah, and Jugs of Mud. Their manager was <laughs> like, "Guys, now come on." Right, we're going to tighten. This it's not up. hitting with uh, Jugs of Mud. You gotta. We got to get harder, mm-hmm. and we've got to get drier. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. i guess clay is not necessarily drier than mud right they're similar similar in construct uh anyway i mean you think of
1: clay as drier
0: we've no i mean i guess if it's in a jar form right so you've uh put it through a kiln
1: yeah yeah at that point if it's a jar of clay unless it's a jar full of clay oh
0: shit (laughs) you just blew my mind man
1: yeah it's a jar made of something completely different but inside of it is some clay
0: all right who's your artist
1: <laughs> my artist is Foo Fighters I've got 12 Foo Fighter uh-huh. songs on my uh playlist which okay. it's just like Pearl Jam with you once you say it you're like yeah that sounds right so, yep um and the new Foo Fighters album I like to listen to in its entirety because it's really good it's the post Taylor Hawkins offering mm. which is emotional and uh very good interesting interesting to listen to
0: interesting but yeah i hadn't yeah. uh I haven't heard anything off of that i don't uh, i don't necessarily keep up with the foo fighters uh obviously clearly not to the degree that you do i wouldn't i'm really? not a uh what do they call them uh, foo Foohead. <laughs> <Foo-hen. laughs> God, those are terrible names uh <laughs> I have two Foo Fighters uh, songs on my playlist in case you were wondering. I just went and checked. Do you want to guess what those are? what do you What do you you have? um, uh, The Pretender. No, I've never heard that. My Hero. No, no. That's not a good running song, is it? Eh, maybe. Oh, yeah. All My Life? Nope. Wait, that's, that's Foo Fighters? I thought that was all for one. Casey and JoJo. Wait. Casey and the Sunshine Band. All my life, I pray for someone like you.
1: <laughs> oh man! My
0: God. <laughs> I
1: do remember that. Yeah. Who is that? Add that? to your running list.
0: <laughs> um, I've got this as a call. Okay. uh And ever Break, Break out everlong yeah Wait, this is a call is the breakout song is that what you're saying no breakout is another song oh. <laughs> I, was, I was guessing your other song oh no and you failed it was uh everlong
1: the interesting thing is that everlong may be one of my all-time favorite songs and it is also not on my running playlist
0: man what a world we live in <laughs>